Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are, are, are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. family. Here's your host, Regan Wilson. Hey, everybody. You are listening to the TW3 Podcast. This is episode 522. 522! Today, we're going to be talking about making hourly working from home. What? Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. That's to a, get paid hourly? It's a wild concept. Working from home, but working making from home, hourly. Getting paid hourly. But we've always said uh, home-based businesses are strictly commission. Well, with us, yes. But we're not the only options out there, technically. And that is what's so cool about TW3. And I think this is the big misnomer. And me and uh, I got to be on a uh, clubhouse call this morning, which is was cool because uh, I now know how to make an hour and a half of jogging go by really quick. Audiobooks. Or today's sponsor, <laughs> or or be on a clubhouse call mm. with some folks and have to be one of the contributors. <laughs> That's a challenge in itself. Oh, what I was called on it says, Terry. What do you think? And I was like, Well, right now I'm dying. Give me a second. <laughs> I think I should have had one less egg. Yeah, but it was a great conversation this morning, and I'm going to ask for permission to be able to take some of that content and put it over here, but. Uh, the beautiful thing I love, because the misnomer out there, and, I, and it's probably, well, it is, it's not probably, it is 110% my fault. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that the perception is <laughs> that all we do is promote and resell our tools mm. and, and our opportunity. And mm. that's not the case. Right. As a matter of fact, and you can attest to this, I would imagine 99% of the people you talk to, mm you refer them to something else other than something we sell or something we offer. Yeah. Yeah. The the bulk of my calls rarely has to do with with us uh, yeah. in, in the in the equation. Um you know of course we are the business, we are the tools, but as far as our product and reselling our stuff, um I would say that's about 10% or less of my conversations nowadays. Yeah. Uh, because typically it's one of two options. We're either A looking to promote their business, whether that be insurance, real estate, whatever they're in, we're going, Hey, this is kind of what we use for our stuff. Yeah. What's your thing? But what's your thing? Let's promote it. Let's show you how to, you know, get you on the ground running, you know, generating some traffic for it. But, and I think that's what's so confusing because most businesses are in the business of promoting their business. Right. Which is weird. And I think, and, and that's partly, you know, because I do promote our, our, products at times you know our app components you know and all that i was matter of fact before you got in here i was cutting i just cut a video on cold text marketing three ways to be more effective mm. in your texting and so i'm out there i'm and i'm selling yep you know our our app right you know, a component to it but at the end of the day a lot of times, especially in the quote unquote job space, opportunity space, which is what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. 99% of the folks that we talk to, we're not going to be your thing. We're sure. just not, you yeah. know, and that's not a reflection on anybody, but more so on us because we know we're very niche. Yeah. Um, and that's what's cool about this business, though, is that it spends a lot of time giving value out and pushing elsewhere. 
But in a conversation you and I had on our way to Florida to do this conference with Chris, we got to thinking, you know, some of these higher end opportunities that we know about, mm. and truthfully, one of them I did. Matter of fact, my transition from um, going from Western and Southern Life into being an independent agent was through one of these opportunities that, uh, and you said, you know, we really ought to just make that part of our elite package. Yeah. Well, the, the, it's part of the growth of the business. You know, we've always been about how do you generate leads? You know, at the core question of any business, everybody has their core question. What the lifeblood. Yeah. That's what we are. Um, and with, with that, you know, over the years we've picked up quite a few people that, you know, they only want to direct sell and that's fine. I, yeah. We love, obviously we love our product. Obviously we, we, we think it's really cool. And there's a reason that we peg the bulk of commission to the, the person reselling it. We want that to be a valuable aspect of our business. Um, but for those that, you know, we pick up and we would tend to just refer them to an hourly or salary job in their area. You know, we, we get this question, well, what about working from home, making hourly and salary? And we do know of those opportunities. And occasionally we pass them off if they're available, if we have right. the referral to do so. But why not transition that a little bit? And why not just show them some of what's out there, you know? Yeah, I mean, what we've truthfully done is taking taken some of the content we used to just give away. Mm-hmm. And we've folded it into part of our training modules because what we have figured out is and there's an old it's a cliche in the entrepreneur space but it's so true and and you're i think you would attest to this and the older you get the more there's a little bit of attitude behind this cliche but it's the people that pay pay attention yep yeah if you don't if there's no cost to you in anything Mm -hmm. there's no value and what we have found is if we fold some of this information, we just used to just give away. Yeah. If we put it into one of our training modules, there's more of an accountability and the the rate of success for that person. It genuinely is helping that person. Yeah. I know it sounds self-serving to say, hey, we're going to start charging you for some of this information sure. that we once gave. But. Over 14 years, I have given, I have given probably about five elite packages away. Yeah. Just flat out, someone came and they're having this struggle and they just need, and it, well, one of the criticisms that none of them ever paid out. Yeah. None of them ever. I yeah. mean, they literally was in a week or two and quit. Yeah. Sorry, I had to get that out. No, you're good. You're good. That was kind of the point of your yeah. <laughs> what you were saying. Yeah. No, I, I I did lose my track of thought though. I apologize. No, I, but I was just saying yeah. it, people that pay mm. pay attention, and people that don't, that the first obstacle, and it's and we talk about this all the time, but it's just so true. And I know I sound like a broken record, but it's because guys, if you ever wonder why we just get on a soapbox sometimes, it's genuinely because we care. It's genuinely, I, I genuinely want everyone to succeed. Yeah. And uh, I'm in this program and I get paid nothing. This is not an affiliate of mine. This is not an RMP of mine. But I'm in this program called E2M. And I think it's one of the greatest programs. Even if you're not wanting um, to 
do anything with health. Just the mindset of the guy that started this. I, this guy is my spirit animal. I'm just telling you. <laughs> and your mother, when she heard his opening salvo, welcoming welcoming everyone to the program, she goes, "My God, he sounds just like you, with just a little more attitude, because he's got that whole military, yeah. uh, professional football vibe about him. He's a little more in your face." But he was just like, guys, if you want to lose weight, if you want to get in shape, I'm going to show you exactly how. But don't you go out there and say my program don't work. If well, I want to do this, and but I want to do this. In other words, they don't want to. They don't want to do what he's prescribing. Well, what we're seeing, the reason you like him, um, there's a somebody you've probably heard of as well, Jocko Willing. Yes, he's a, he's got that Jocko vibe. It's very much that military mindset of accountability. Yes, it's you have to be you have to be responsible for you. It's no one else. It's you. Part of the criticism that I think we've, not I think, we have gotten, and I, we don't you know necessarily uh, promote it, but one of the criticisms we've received is that we do give too much away. Too much info would be given out. We, yes. we give it away for free. And that's an, for us, I think that's an okay criticism. I think yeah. we're pretty comfortable with that. We're, you know, we're okay with that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we want to help people. And right. if that's one of the drawbacks, that's fine. Right. But part of our program has also always been that accountability piece. It's always been, look, you join our program, you know, you can get a CRM elsewhere. Yeah. You can Google right now, work from home jobs. Yeah. Work from home jobs hourly. You can spend three hours going down and you can find some stuff without our help in any way. Yeah. What we're here to do is just provide the solutions where we can. We know what the challenges we have faced in different markets. In our particular case, it was insurance, trying to generate final expense leads, right? That's yeah. how this whole genesis starts. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what we're doing is going, this is what we did. This is how it worked for us. And yeah. we will tell you everything, even when it comes down to now, we also have worked the hourly jobs from home. Yeah. You know, when you were transitioning from doing that to this, well, that's you the had thing. to bring in I'm going, to, that's what I was... As you were saying this, I, you know, I can tell you which ones not to pursue because mm -hmm. they're just waste of time. Yeah, I can tell you the ones to pursue. I can tell you when you pursue this particular platform, do these because they pay out the most and they're least competitive. Yeah, and you can take all of the bumps and bruises I went through and not have to go through it, or you can start all over. That's the value. Yeah. It was just like our, our program and platform that we had before we developed this app. You know, at the end of the day, it was a WordPress website with a bunch of plugins. Yep. You know, yeah, you can go out and get your own WordPress site. Mm -hmm. And we, we, how many times have we said, there's nothing we're selling you can't go get yourself. I say it all the time. <laughs> the point is, do you want to start from ground zero? Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to know what the tools are. There's another thing to know technically how to operate them. And then there's a whole nother higher uh, technical and, well, skill set that has to be developed and how to put them all together to there, make money. There, you know, there's the price point value where yeah. you go, look at what we're charging versus what other people will charge for the same stuff. Yeah. You know, we can have that that conversation where we go, no, we're technically way cheaper. You know, if you're looking, if, you, if you're just looking at the tools and you go, I already know how to use it. I know what I want. I just want the tools. We go, okay, cool. We're cheaper. That's, yeah. that's the benefit here. We're cheaper yeah. than the other guy. We're cheaper than everybody. But if you don't know what you need, but cause I mean, you're not Ty Lopez. No. You're, you're not a lot of the guys you see on YouTube that walk around with their Ferrari and their Lamborghini, you know, that's not you. So we don't always get the, well, Terry, I just want to make money like you. But people know you're succeeding. Yeah. People know, you know, you got five kids and you were able to support them. That's not cheap, right? Yeah. 
So a lot of people come to you going, well, I just want to do, I want to know how it is that you are doing what you're doing. You know, you don't have a boss, you're working from home. And as far as I can tell, all you do is talk on a microphone. Technically true. (laughs) So, I mean, but that's, that's what the value of the business is because you're going, I'll show you. And not only that, we're doing our best to make it as affordable as possible for anyone to get in. Yeah. You know, it's not one of those things where it's like, well, there's a premium to pay for this information. It's like, no, it's 150 bucks. Well, like, that was one of the conversations. It's 150 bucks down. Like, yeah. come on. Come on. Well, that's the thing. Uh, um, you know, why would you license with TW3? I think there's several reasons. One, uh, you're basically going to have all the tools. You're going to have the right tools that you need because how many times have I tried this tool and this tool and this tool and this one didn't work or this one technically it's got a lot of hype, but it really doesn't work the way it's supposed to. This one is not even applicable. It just looks sexy. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to go through that whole process of what tools do I need? You're going to have that. And the training, you know, I was asking you cause I'm putting this video together. One of the things I'm really starting to appreciate more about what we do for folks, and it's because of conversations I'm having with some of these business majors that I've had over the years and uh, other people. I'm not a business major, as you know. I'm a college dropout. But I have heard. Business owner, though. I am a business owner. But I have heard heard at least from six different MBA graduates Mm -hmm. over the last 14 years, they learn more in two weeks in our system, applicable knowledge, Mm -hmm. executable ways of doing something. They learn in two weeks what it took them four years yeah, or to whatever their graduate, two years to get mm-hmm. that graduate. And so the, the value here and what I was, as I'm putting this script together is you can go out in state tuition and spend on average, what, $80,000 for a four year degree. Yep. Or you can spend $5,000 on a top package with all of the amenities and everything you're going to need. Let's just say roughly. And you're going to learn a skill literally within weeks. It's going to take four years otherwise. That's more, in my only criticism with a lot of quote unquote schoolwork is it just stays, and it's my criticism with church mm. in a lot of ways. A lot of, a lot of sermons you hear from pastors. So this is a criticism across the board just because I deal with so many people like you do. People need to know how does this apply? Mm. How does in in church uh, pastors, uh, college um, professors, they all stay in the philosophical. It's all abstract, philosophical, and you need that. You need that underpinning. I'm not saying that. Well, I think people misunderstand the purpose of of education a lot of times, Um, especially my generation, because when I talk to guys my age, you know, what that degree means is I'm marketable now as an employee. And that's, that's okay. That I'm not, this isn't a critique. This is just, this is the reality. You get the degree and what it shows is number one, I can commit to something long-term. I can complete a goal. I'm trustworthy. You know, I'm willing to take a risk on myself. Those are good attributes. They really are. Those aren't critiques, but what they're teaching you is how to think. Yes. Even in a field, let's say you become a lawyer. Yes. Before you even start law school, before you even start taking your logic classes, before you start reading up on law, you know what you take? You take a ton of math classes. Yeah. There's a reason that you're taking a ton of math classes. They want you to problem solve. They want you to be able to figure out a problem and come to a solution. It's teaching you how to think. 
critical thinking, part of your personality type, because you and I are similar and I'm reading more, believe it or not, I <laughs> read a book finally and I'm learning about myself and I'm learning about, you know, just how you've developed it. You and I are very similar in the fact that I, I don't know you took a different personality test than I did or your personality type. I use the Myers-Briggs. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's all, it's all pretty similar, different constructs, but right. it's the same. You know. I know for me, you know, I, I would score as a type three. Mm-hmm. That's competitive achiever. Um, what that basically means, if you want just the, just a, I'm pretty vain. I want to be better than others. That has its drawbacks and that has its positives, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not a detailed oriented person, mm-hmm. but I'm a goal oriented person. Looking at our business model and the way you've set this up, you're very, very similar. I know the the nitty gritty details for you are similar to how I look at it. And it's, that is minutia. Yep. That is frustrating me that we're wasting so much time on the little tiny minute details. It's like, this could literally be buffed out. Yeah. What you've done great though, is you looked at the goal. What is the issue? What's the problem? What's the, what's the thing? Right. And you have got applicable software training and tools that go, what's your goal? This is how you get there. This is how I did it. This is all the roadmaps of things I've tried that didn't work. Because even our members, especially our long-term members, they can see we will add plugins. Yep. We'll use them for a little bit. And then we pull them out. To sometimes well, why, why are we adding these up to $40 an hour opportunities within our elite package? That's hourly. Because we're trying to add value. Yep. That's something that we didn't have before. Yep. Um, and it's what I said on the call earlier this morning. Um, and it all comes down to this. You, you nailed it. The way I think, because they were going around the horn, what's your money, what's your money making secret? If you had to say, and one of them said to learn to build uh, my individual products so that other people can't compete with me. That's great. Yep. Another one said my ability to generate unlimited leads because if I got enough people to talk to, I don't, I don't have to ever worry because it's just a numbers game. Yep. True. Both of those statements are true. And then it got to me. What's your money-making secret? And I said, it's sort of a combination of both, but it's this. It's trying to, this is going to sound weird, but trying to divorce everyone from their money. Hmm. And they just, what? And I was like, I want everyone I come in contact with to want to separate from their money and give it to me. That's how I think. Mm -hmm. And so if that's what I want, how do I do that? Mm. I've got to have something in my hand that's that's worth more than what's in their hand. Right. Okay. I'm going to jump in just real quick here because I feel like some people might hear that and they'll be like, oh, I knew it. He's a charlatan. He just wants my wallet. It's like, no, no, no. Listen, listen. Listen. Okay. So what can I have in my hand that's worth more than what's in their hand? Mm. Well, it has to be a solution. Because what's the number one thing that consumes everyone's thoughts, statistically speaking, psychologically, theologically? You know, there's a reason why the good book says three over 365 times, fear not every day, fear not, fear not. So what what you, what are you afraid of? What are you fearing? Problems. There are problems in your life, personal problems, professional problems, problems with your spouse, problems in business. So I work in the business space. Okay. Now I've worked in some other spaces, but professionally I'm in the business space and I know people in business are constantly trying to figure out how do I solve this problem? How do I solve this problem? Okay. What problems do business people have? They need to be more efficient. So there's processes that need to become more efficient. 
There's personnel, so there's recruiting. They need qualified people. They need more customers. They need they need the in the number one cost to most businesses are the acquisition cost to get more customers because traditional marketing, whether it be on social media, whether it be my age group was newspapers, radio and TV. Of course, that's gone by the wayside. You can still do mail drops. All of those are very, very expensive ways of trying to attract people. So I know if I can lead in saying Mr. and Mrs. Business Owner, I'm going to show you how to get a minimum, a minimum of 25 qualified leads calling you. You're not calling them. They're calling you. You're going to spend a minimum of maybe $30. They're going to be qualified and they're going to be pre-qualified. You're going, I'm going to show you a process of who, who is my avatar? What age are they? What income? What education are they? What uh, What's their credit rating? What income do they have now? Are they married? What What language do they speak? All of the, Do they own a home? We're going to sit down. We're going to talk about what does that person look like. And then, and only then, we're going to target only those type of people. Okay? And then when we target, well, what are we going to say to them? Well, I'm going to show you a formula. I'm not going to give you hear me now i'm not going to give you line upon line word upon word exactly what to say because it will work today won't work tomorrow right so what do i have to do i got to teach you a formula of how to write your own script Mm -hmm. there's a way of going about it's just like this video i just did i said there's three ways to use cold text marketing and i went through those three ways and if every time you send out a text Using these three components, you're going to be more successful. Now, did I tell you line upon line, precept upon precept, what to exactly say? Mm. Heck no. Why? Because there's thousands of people listening to this. Everybody says the same thing to everybody at one time. It becomes ineffective. Yep. So that's how we train. But the point is this. If you will try to think strategically about what's the market that I serve? Mm. Who are my customers? And then start trying to figure out how can I bring them immense value and what is value how do i solve their problems their pain points their frustrations i promise you we're all human there's people all around me there's a guy that comes here once a week and he solves a problem every two weeks he comes and he solves a problem for me that is worth way more than the 50 dollars i give him and that is he goes outside and he cuts my hedges trims my lawn, sprays my yard, takes care of it. I don't even have to think about it. Money's important to me like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I've got five kids, got to eat, got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. You're also experiencing the pandemic same way everybody else is. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? What he does way worth way it's more. Way more than that $50. Yeah. There's more a lady that comes by every two weeks mm-hmm. and solves problems for your mother because she's busy. Mm-hmm. And we pay her to do tasks. There's people all in my life that are doing things. So when I say I want to divorce people, listen, I want people to divorce me from my money. Because what is money? It's nothing more than a means to exchange values. Yeah. And sometimes money's worth more than. So if I want to make more, I have to become more valuable. You have to be worth more. I have to be worth more. In my book, you (laughs) You are are worth worth more. more. But... That's talking about your potential and who you are as a person, marketable. You might not be where you want to be, but you can be. That's the whole point of the book. Mm. But you can't stay where you're at. You can't You can't have this attitude, I shouldn't have to pay to be trained. 
Mm. I shouldn't have to pay to, to be given tools. I shouldn't have to, I, it shouldn't cost me anything for someone else to make me better. Yeah. You're going to stay poor. Yeah. Yeah. Your you, business isn't going to grow. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that, yeah, that gets a little bit more into just the mindset of, you know, I think early 20s, and I definitely experience it, and I, it's what I'm trying to divorce myself of, is the mindset that everything has to be fair. <laughs> I, I know that's funny. We're laughing. haha. But it's, it's that idea of, no, no, no. You know, one bad thing happens, two bad things happen, three bad things happen, whatever. Eventually, as a young guy, you go, well, man, we should all combine together and, you know, we should fix other, they shouldn't be allowed to do that and these people shouldn't be allowed and we need, but really at the end of the day, who are you responsible for? The only one you can be responsible You're responsible for, for you. Yeah. You can't control anyone else. And if you spend all of your time thinking about other people and the way that they should conduct, because I know I'm guilty of that. I'm a, what you like to call, I'm a worrier. Yeah. I will literally think of other people's problems and worry for them. Yeah. And eventually you just have to realize it's like, I, I'm responsible for me. I can control the things I can it's control. all you can control. And so you have to go with that in mind going, no, no, no. I want to be more valuable. I want to add more value to myself. What's the way to do it? And our argument is we can help you. That's all we're saying. That's all we're you saying. can get everything else that we offer somewhere else. And we're not saying that you might not even like it better somewhere else. You might. Yeah. But the thing is, I promise you, we're going to try and help you. That's, Absolutely. That's why we're here. And the exciting thing about these opportunities, we've got three opportunities I've loaded into our ELT training module right now. It's under step nine. If there's listeners listening, one is a call center opportunity. Mm -hmm. One is a customer service opportunity and one is a data entry. Mm -hmm. So the first two are more about how do you do on the phone? Okay. Can you communicate? Well, you don't have to be perfect. And, and let me just say this because I know there's a lot of people that are very self-conscious about the way they speak and communicate. I am, believe it or not, I used to be. I'm not anymore, but I used You're to. You're desensitized to it. Oh, well, I just. Edited I, so many of your own videos. <laughs> I have. I have gotten to the point where I laugh at myself. I can't pronounce words correctly. I have. It's just, anyway, yeah. I'm not getting into that. But it, <laughs> I do find it sort of funny. That, and it goes back to that Seinfeld bit, you know, the every year they do a study and they do a survey. What are the top 10 fears that people have? And it's the funniest line ever. And I think I've, you know, this where he's saying the number one fear that everyone fears oh, wait, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. is public speaking. And yeah. the number two fear is death. Yeah. He said, <laughs> so what that tells you is there's more people afraid at speaking at their funeral than actually being the one yeah. in the funeral. Yeah. Which is hysterical. It's hilarious. But here's the deal about a lot of these. All you do is you read a script and you record your voice. And as long as you're speaking slowly and pronouncing as best you can, you don't have to be this over, you know, overemphasized British sounding. It doesn't <laughs> or whatever you, yeah, yeah. you know, it just has to be. You can be as Southern as I am. Yeah. Because when I did this back in 2009, transitioning out of a captive agency into an independent agency, the first thing I did was started Telesales. And this was a company I worked through. And I just thought there's no way, because that was back when I wasn't as 
careful as the way I speak now. I'm trying my best to be as articulate as possible now, but back then, boy, I was just fresh out of the woods. How y'all doing? All right, now what we're gonna do is, you know, I was, <laughs> you know, I was really, really. Uh, I don't even call that Southern. I call that hillbilly more. But. Rutherford represent. <laughs> Roco, baby. <laughs> but uh, they took me, and I actually took off like a rocket, mm. you know. And you literally can make really good money with this opportunity. And the beautiful thing about what we're offering here, Reagan, is it is a laborson-type job. I don't want to misrepresent. Uh, and what I mean by that is you're not – out chopping wood or digging ditches Mm -hmm. but you're tied to a desk Mm -hmm. and you've got a calendar to keep Mm -hmm. and you've got some responsibilities and accountabilities you are you are self-employed you are a 1099 you are working for yourself but as an independent contractor but you are held accountable and you're supposed to be you're you're sort of like meal work Mm -hmm. and so what that means is uh something happens or you can't do something tough luck if you're scheduled to work there you're scared i mean it's a job yeah but the beautiful thing about this is through being able to offer this we've mitigated that hurdle in a lot of people's mind is oh my god i'm going into self-employment working from home and what if I don't make a sale or what if I can't get this funnel built right or what if I can't get these marketing pieces out to start earning this referral marketing commission and stuff like that. Well, we've got a component here that sort of you get this going, get some cash flow going. You're happy. You attend our masterminds as an elite member. You attend the train and do the training modules. You start using our system Mm -hmm. to start doing some of these other income streams. And it's the best of both worlds. And I promise you, you get your business with TW3 up and running. That's what you'll want to do because the freedom is there's way more money and way more freedom there, but this allows you to make that transition. It's a smoother transition for those. And so I'm excited about offering, you know, this call center opportunity, the customer service opportunity where, you know, you've got major companies that are outsourcing their customer service. I got this on Amazon and it doesn't work. Call this number. And then you're speaking, you know, uh, to a independent rep from home that's reading the script that's provided by Amazon or whichever company company that we get you assigned with uh, and then there's this data entry job where you know you're just taking this data and entering it into the system here and getting paid for production work so all of these it it pays up to not all of them i want to be very clear some of them only pay ten dollars an hour mm-hmm. some of them only pay uh twelve dollars an hour some of them uh, will pay up to forty dollars an hour but you only get you know, maybe three hours a day at first. Mm -hmm. So there's some, you know, give and takes. I want to be real clear. And these, like, I want to be clear here. These are not working for us. We're just helping you get in front of these people, showing you where to go and giving you a system uh, to be licensed with so that some of our other referral marketing components, you can make money as well. And uh, that's what I'm going through today is building out this list because we get a question a lot. Well, why do I have to, why do I have to buy your system? Well, you just can't walk off the street mm-hmm. and start doing marketing work for company X. Yeah. They're going to ask you, what body of work have you done before? Exactly. Show me what you've done. Show me some some leads that you've driven. How do you drive leads? Do you know where to go? Do you know how to get it? Do you know how to do it where it's, it's com- compliant with what their wishes are? Mm-hmm. Because so many times we get, and I hate to say it, but I'm just going to say it. Some of these guys that come from MLM, God love them. But they haven't been taught 
how to actually market. Sure. They've been taught how to pester the pee out of people. And they take the pestering attitude in real life and apply it to online space. And boy, will you get shut down real quick. Yes, you can go yep. to your social gatherings at church and school and pester people in the neighborhood. And people are polite enough not to punch you in the face. Sure. But you get online. People can say whatever they want. They you. say whatever they want. And here's the other thing. When you start using components like text mm-hmm. and email, there are federal laws. There's FCC compliance you have to follow. There are into. federal laws on how you do that. Yep. And because they're federal laws, there are companies that say, hey, if you're going to do marketing for us, you better do it the right way. Because while you're just this little mealy mouth, nobody over here like me, I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. you're just a little Terry Wilson. You're not that big of a target. But because we are Ford Motor Company mm-hmm. and you're doing some marketing for us, we're a huge target. Yeah. So you go out there and you start doing marketing the wrong way in the name of Ford Motor Company, they're going to get, they don't want the FCC, they don't want individuals contacting the FCC saying, hey, Ford is spamming me here. Yeah. And so that's why you have to go through our training. That's why you have to get these tools. That's why our system is set up that way. And that's the value of being trained. Yeah, you can go out, get your own website, get your own tools, go to USA Data and start buying data for 100, 120 bucks per thousand, even though we sell it for eight bucks. But you, you go do all this stuff. I'm telling you, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can go to Call Loop. There's an, there's, go to callloop.com. Get you a texter. Go to wordpress.org, get you a free website. Mm-hmm. Go to WP Forms, get you a free opt-in form. Mm-hmm. Right, go get all this stuff. I mean, the value is not in that. The yeah. value is how do you use it? How do you use it? Yep. How do you get forward to pay you? Yeah. How do you apply? Where do you apply? Well, here's the thing. You can put, <laughs> but this is, I mean, this is great stuff you're putting out. This is the context of anything, though, because a lot of times what we get, and I can just speak from personal experience, you get a lot of people say, well, no, 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 I want to work from home. I was like, okay, awesome. Well, you know, what's your background? Oh, well, I, you know, I've worked at, you know, a local shop for this many years, uh, part-time. I was like, okay, well, what else are you doing? Well, that's it. It's like, okay, so you're limited in your resources. So here's what they see. They see Terry Wilson, or they see my buddy Adam, yeah. you know, whoever. Adam's an SOC analyst. He works from home, probably works four hours a day, hardly works, works way less than either of us, but yeah. he knows how to fix two problems that nobody else in the country knows how to fix. Or, it, I mean, of course, there's other people that know how to fix it, but very limited few. He's providing a value, he which has is value. divorcing people from their money. And here's the thing. How did Adam learn that? Well, he paid $40,000. He went to, you know, USC, and he spent this many years taking out debt to go do it, and now he's that's the fruits of his labor where he's at right now. Absolutely. Somebody looks at you, and they go, well, Terry, all you do is speak on a microphone. It's like, well... How much money did Terry spend and how much time did he spend to learn all of these things to get here? Wherever you go, and I get it, I I do, I I empathize a little bit when you see other people that are really successful, and especially if they're of poor character, which I don't think we are. I do not think we are those people. I've got my clay feet, but I'm honest. I'll tell you that. You're honest. You are. And you know I'm not referring to you, but I, I empathize with people that go, man, it feels like I'm constantly being beat down. There's just no way to win. There is a way to win, but the first step of realizing that you you can't look at others. You can only look at yourself. And what we, I think, are trying to say here is, you know, we're just laying out the steps. This is how we did it. This is is how how we did it. This is how a lot of our successful clients are doing it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
it's you taking these tools mm -hmm. and learning how to use them through the training and being okay with failing yeah. and failing yeah. and failing and being okay with someone coming around and say, Hey, don't do that and not take it personal. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm doing this. I keep referring back to it, but how many times in my training have I said, Hey, when you start a new campaign, start small, just do a few and see, test it. Yeah. Don't go out and spend, you know, cause I tell the story of this lady down in Atlanta it's been eight, nine years ago. She was using our voice broadcast dialer, mm -hmm. which is one of the most expensive components. Okay? Mm -hmm. It costs a lot of money to dial out a voicemail drop to people. It mm -hmm. just does because your data charges, right? Yep. She spent a little over, I don't know, it was thousands of dollars, but it was a 30,000 call campaign. Let me just put it that way. Okay. And it, it got up into... I don't know, and I don't want to quote wrong, but $2,500 maybe, $3,000 in data charges she amassed to call 30,000 people, let's say. Mm. She had absolutely zero people respond. She, I remember this, because there's a, a key detail. And go ahead, go ahead. But. Well, she issued a chargeback. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. We had to contact the card company show. Here's where the data went out. Right. Here's everything that happened. Because well, the other thing is we, we also, the, the, the calls went out. The airtime was paid for. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, all we're doing is collecting money and turning right around and paying the, the data company to push yeah. the data. I mean, it's, and that's the other thing. We don't make any. I think some people think, oh, you profited all this. Like literally it was like almost a net for net. Like here's yeah, the money, here's the call. That's, <laughs> we do things at nothing for our membership. That's the, we're trying to Which provide. The irony. Cause the it's like, irony. we want to make it more valuable to you by keeping the price as low as possible. It just frustrates me the people's short-sightedness because you could not go out and do this campaign that she did at a better rate. Yeah. The reason she was able to get the rate she was able is because we've got thousands of members. We're scaling all of these members to get mm -hmm. this. I mean, go out and try to find uh 30,000 uh, filtered scrub data to call. Yeah. Just tell me how much that cost. It costs more than your whole call campaign alone. And that doesn't even, anyway, I digress, <laughs> but Get off the horse. Get off the horse. Get off the horse. But the point is this. Mm. Uh, we have told people and we have told people and we have told people. And I told her before she did it, don't test a campaign. Mm. You always test the campaign. Yeah. Don't go out and spend thousands of dollars on a campaign that's not tested. And her response was, well, I just assumed if we called 30,000 people, someone would respond. Right. No. Well, what did you say? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... And, and, and the thing you have seen my work, mm -hmm. I'm literally, I'm literally only contacting maybe 500 people at a pop. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I don't want to blow a bunch of money that ain't going to work. And yeah. if I'm trying to test things, I'll 200, 300 here. And what, normally, how many did we get response last week? Probably about a hundred. Something like that. Yeah. About a hundred. Now, not, I'm not talking about everybody went through, but I'm talking about right. all the opt-ins. And right. then we had about 20, maybe that actually went all the way through the right. funnel somewhere around there. But that was off of 500, a 500 text campaign. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing it saves you too, and this is more of just, this is what they would teach you more at a school, yeah. an MBA school, but it's, 
you know, you got to count your cost first and you can't, it, it's the, it's the risk to reward ratio. So all you're trying to do is mitigate your risk to maximize your reward. Yeah. If you don't know how much your risk is, what I'm really saying here is if you text, if you, if you tested the text first with 500 people and got zero responses, maybe that's your cue that to change, change it up a little bit. Your script. Change it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, and that's not just in text, in email, and social media marketing. I I talk to clients all the time that you literally, you can drop thousands of dollars on Facebook ads and get absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do. Uh, and why people will just shoot the moon and not be more strategic? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good book says count the cost before you build the house. That's what you're saying. You, you, yeah. you know, the, the, why in the world would you do that? But uh, but here here again, going back, this is just one more value that we're able to help you with because we give you in step seven. And by the way, if you're not a member, we have steps one through 13 of t- is just training modules. Here's what you need to do here. And we give you some uh, some things are intuitive. I, to me, just to be honest with you, I, I'm shocked we have to tell people, start small. I mean, I don't mean to be insulting sure. to anybody out there, but I mean, I just don't understand why you would not prove something before you went out whole hog and just spent thousands upon thousands of dollars. You know, I'm an experienced marketer, been doing it for 14 years, and I only sent a few hundred out at a time to test something before I go full scale. Yep. I mean, you know, the, the new funnel we just did, mm-hmm. you were, I was like, the reason you're not getting enough calls is because I got to tweak this. This isn't working right. I don't mean, I'm constantly mm-hmm. tweaking. Matter of fact, uh, we've got everybody to a point in our funnel and you're saying, but they're ghosting me here. And I was like, that's because I don't have this piece right here. Mm-hmm. And so you got to think that way, the stages of. And, and that's at every level of business too. You can look at a company like Coke and just check the track record. They changed you know, recipes, they change formulas small first. Yeah. It's, it's how and you And when do, they didn't how, do something small, when they didn't do it back in the eighties. Oh yeah. New Coke. Yeah. It became legendary. Exactly. Yeah. But you're talking about a multi-billion dollar corporation and that's, that's they how roll they, this that's thing out to it. just one small market. See how it works. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's scalable. We'll, yeah. we'll do this market. Okay. And then it, they do the same thing for like commercials. They will yes. run commercials in one area first of one small county because they know their demographic that they're going for and they see what the response is. Oh, do we see any, you know, do we see any spikes in Subaru sales since we ran that campaign in, you know, Arkansas or whatever? Oh, but we did. this is this is what it means to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. You got to think like a business owner. Yeah. You can't think if you're if you're going to to do your own marketing in your business and that's what we're advocating, uh, then you've got to think on a more strategic level and and I think there's this I think there is this um, false expectation that people have that I can buy a book from Ray Edwards or I can buy a program from Terry Wilson or I can buy, uh, you know, a podcasting how-to podcast from John Lee Dumas and they're going to give me line upon line, step by step, exactly what to say, what to do and all I've got to do is this formula and I'm going to make a ton of money. It and I don't know where that comes from. All they're going to be able to do is show you here is a template to go by, but it's got to be your words. Here, it's, it, I, yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, but it's not that way anywhere in life. No, it, it's just not. 
you know, we're talking about a business opportunity space. We're talking about software that we sell ultimately, but yeah. you look at taking a position somewhere, you could be the best guy on the team making all the same. You hear the story all the time. I did, I did my job, had a good attitude. I thought I did everything right. They canned me. It's that's how it is. <laughs> that's how it is. It comes down to you. Now there are people out there. You're mentioning Ray Edwards. They can give you great pieces of advice. They can give you examples. They can give you illustrations of things that they did and did not work out. But at the end of the day, they can't take your consciousness and run it for you. They can't. Well, the thing I, I was talking to one of our elite trainers and he was having a problem with one of his clients. And the expectation was with this client is you're going to give me exactly everything to say, everything to do, and all I have to do is copy and paste. And I said, and he was, how do I communicate that? I said, oh, it's, this is easy for me. Think about this just for a second. What do we sell? Software. What does the software do? It automates our processes, our language, what we're saying. You need to explain to him, if all it was was copy and paste, I don't need you. Hmm. I can copy and paste my own words in my text system, my email system. I can video. I can. The point of TW3 is there's going to be people attracted to me because of the way I say things, the the cadence I have, my vibe. Mm -hmm. But and the opposite is true. You probably repel some. And then I repel people, but I tell them all the time, make it yours. Make it about your product, your brand, your words, your language. Just use me as a template to go by. Yeah. Okay, here's how Terry engages them. Here's what Terry does. Here's how he frames things to bring value to people mm -hmm. and then make it about you. Make it about your, all I am is your back office. All I am is the infrastructure behind your brand. Mm -hmm. That's the way it's gotta be. Because here's the thing. If it's just about me, then why would I ever open it up to be resold by anyone else? I don't need, because reselling mm -hmm. my system mm -hmm is only a small part of how you make money with my system. Yeah. So I could take the whole resale option off the table. I'm the only one that could resell it. But the reason I said it that way is because I wanted to grow my business outside of what I could actually do because mm -hmm. I know I'm only one personality type. Mm -hmm. You got to mm -hmm. think, but people don't think mm -hmm. on a higher level. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes in this thing and, and we say it till we're blue in the face. Well, it is now, you know, that, that, Play devil's advocate. Go ahead. That is the difference, though, between, you know, going from a, a place where you're working for other people. And I'm talking about myself more than anything really here. But going from a place where you work for other people, they set the expectation and you just kind of fall in line. Right. And for people like myself, that's really, really formative. You you almost excel in that environment because if you're like me, you, you like checklists. I love I, I hate to admit it, I love it. Somebody goes, Reagan. I need this, 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 and this done. I need it done by this time, and this is the goal. For a guy like me, oh, you gave me crack cocaine. I'm like, oh, dude, well, I you got can, a framework. Yeah, I know what to go by, and I'm a go. I like, I like to get it done. But right. that's not owning a business. That's, right. That's not the same. That there's more to it than that. It's not a checklist. It's not copy and paste. It's it's a logic. It's an idea. Right. It, you have to follow through on the ideas, and that's the part. It is difficult, obviously. Well, it, it is. Well, that's the thing. I mean, why is why is Audible's paying me twenty five dollars for everybody I send over there? They they could go out and they do. They advertise everywhere all the time. Mm -hmm. But why are they willing to pay me a little old nobody twenty five bucks, which is basically a month and a half of subscription money that they get before they ever start making money? Mm -hmm. 
Why are they willing to do that? Why is an insurance company willing to pay me if I was selling insurance literally 100% of the premiums that come in each month for the first year? Mm-hmm. So if a guy's paying $100 a month in insurance premiums, for the first year, I get all of that, and they advance it out to me. for tw- So if I sell this policy to you as $100 a month, they give me $1,200 as soon as that person signs that. The insurance company does because they're going to collect it over the next year, and mm. then they start. Why are they willing to do that to individuals? Because marketing is hard. Mm. Because getting in front of people that uh, will trust you is hard. Yeah. So there is no such thing as I'm going to make all of this money and it's just going to be so easy. Mm-hmm. All I got to do is is copy and paste this over here. And any of these faux gurus that get out here and say, hey, I got a system. All you got to do is copy and paste. They're lying. Well, that's why. They are lying. Honestly, though, that is my one of. No, I would say that's my favorite thing about this business model, though, because we're not that. Yeah. And it would be very, very, very easy. I don't <laughs> think some people understand, but I want to be very clear here. It would be very easy to go out in the garage, record you in the Tesla, start posting stuff on TikTok, start showing bank statements, going, this is how much money all of our members make, because some of our guys are making really good money. That would be very easy. But the reality is we would not be servicing people by doing it that way. No. We we used to do an income statement. I stopped it. Matter of fact, we've got a situation you and I am not going to bring up, but one of the pushbacks was, we don't look like anybody's making money because da, 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 da. Mm. because they're basically wanting me to show income. Mm. Now, uh, I had a conversation with this trainer this morning. I said, it'd be very easy for me to go to my uh, first data monthly thing, mm. screenshot that, go to my Stripe account. But I'm at a place in my life, I'm not going to justify myself to anybody. Yeah. And I've done that and I could show income statement and my schedule C on my 1099. I could do all kinds of things, but I've just, I made a decision two years ago. It just, well, about 3% of people contextualize that the right way. And it's motivated the rest of them. 97% of people. It don't, it don't, it don't hit well. Well, here's the idea too. We would rather pick up somebody that heard us say how hard it was how yeah. difficult all this can be and still decided to join then as opposed to the person that they saw, Oh, they made a lot of money. I'm gonna make a lot of money. I just want to make a lot of money. I'm just trying to make a lot of money. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. The person that has the mindset. No, I know it's going to be hard. I know this is going to be difficult, but I can still do it. Yes. That's the mindset you have to have. You got to have that. And because if you come in just going, well, I'm going to be rich. It's like, oh, you're off to a bad start. <laughs> the message here, the message here for me, my heartbeat, is, honestly, and I say this all sincerity, I want people to know, I don't care what side of the tracks you were born on. I don't care what your pedigree is. I don't care what the color of your skin is. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care about your politics. All of these things that sort of delineate us as people, and and we've gotten a little bit, to me, out of control with it. We're more separate than ever. But none of that matters. I don't care who you are. Mm. If you will get in touch with why you are here, your purpose on earth, believe in yourself, and find a path that you want to pursue, I want to be a resource for you, either through the software we have or the support we have, or the strategies we have, because we are so universal as far as you can, it doesn't matter, if you want to teach for a living, I could show you how to set up an online course, monetize that, start generating, it really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I want to be that resource for you. 
And the heartbeat here is you can do it. But, yeah. the, but the truth of the matter is it, some people, it comes easy and it's not fair. Dude, there's people that, uh, well, there's household names that have, are in this space that you know that started after I did and they're way more successful mm-hmm. and they got way more money mm-hmm. and uh, it ain't fair. But you know what? So what? Right. It's I God love them. Well, whose fault is it? It ain't my fault. It ain't their fault. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. I, I honestly, I believe I had to do everything wrong before I got anything right. I, mm-hmm. I just feel like everything I've done, I've always had to take the hardest path. But at the end of the day, I've always said my superpower is number one. I'm so focused to to the chagrin of my family and other things in my life, my health, that uh, I do know how to hyper-focus on something. So that's been an asset for me as mindset. And number two, I'm too stupid to quit. You know, so I got those two. I'm hyper-focused and I don't quit. You're going to be successful because yeah. that's persistence and that's just, you know, persisting on one thing. I mean, over time, a little drop of water, put a hole in a rock, if you know, yeah. and I'm that drop of water. No, I'm not a high-pressured thing coming out. I just don't have the the energy that a lot of other people have. I don't have the intelligence. But that's that's what TW3 is all about. That's going back to book. You're worth more. And that's why I love this thing that we're able to offer people where if you're out there, you want to do something, we've got a way for you to get involved. we got a way to mitigate some of that risk now through some of these resources we're going to be able to get in your hand, mm-hmm. help you get some hourly opportunity. We got the step-by-step training. We got the Wednesday night mastermind class that you can ask anything. But uh, let me tell you something about our mastermind. You get out what you put in. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's nothing magical about just attending uh, a meeting. Mm -hmm. It just, whether you're in church, whether you're in mastermind, whether you're in a sports event, you know, what you, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And it is amazing to me. I saw a credit application. It just came in. I don't know if you got it on your phone. As we're sitting here recording this podcast, this young lady, she just started. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about her, too. You know. You uh, mentioned the, the we, training. I was, yeah, yeah, we get this all the time, you know. Well, Shout I, out Marie. That's not, Marie. Let's not be quick. Let's, Marie Strahd up. You're just a rock star. I mean, I think she, uh, you know, she's she's took a minute to get her, her assets together and her, her, her modules and mm-hmm. her funnel. And, you know, like everybody else, it takes a couple of weeks to get everything. But once she got in line, she, she, you know, she wasn't, she's not treating this as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And so these credit applications coming in left and right, her activity is up. She's making things happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of these clients said, well, I didn't hear anybody on the mastermind say, well, that's because they're out too busy making money that, you know, and most people don't want to come and just flex on people. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a bad vibe and, and we're not that culture. Yeah. You know, that's not what we're about. And, uh, using that as a, a rationale, uh, to say people must not be making money. is just a very short sighted and, uh, well, a little bit of a coping mechanism to uh, rationalize your own struggles and stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm guilty of it too. I, I am too. I mean, yeah. I get it. I understand it. It's human nature, and I'm not saying it here to criticize anything. Right. More just that that's not helping you. That's mm-hmm. just not serving you. Yeah. That's that's, you know, anytime. Uh, and I was talking to someone this weekend. You know, um, and I apologize for bringing up health so much, but it's just sort of the space. That's a big part I'm, of your life now. It's a big part of my life right now. But uh, they were 
you know, well, why don't we do this or why don't we do that? Or why well, you can do this. I said, no, I said, I will not allow myself to give myself what you're calling. Well, just a, a break or hear that. I said, to me, I hear excuses. Mm. That's just an excuse to go back to a different lifestyle. I just decided. And I said, one of the, and I love that Jordan quote. Uh, and I, I don't know the context, but he basically said, once I've made a decision on something, life got so much easier and less stressful because I don't have to worry about thinking about it anymore. And I think that's the difference. Some people make a choice. Well, some people are living in the valley of choosing. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I what am I going to do today? A decision is this is what I do every day. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do because it's what I do. Yeah. You know, and and as long as I leave things up as a, it's a choice, well, then I have to worry about it tomorrow. Mm. Is that what I'm going to do? Oh, if I do? Hey, it's a, you know, it's a, I've already made a decision yeah. six days a week, one hour a day. This, this is me. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Um, the, the recent podcast I was listening to had Jocko on there. It's, um, I can't remember the name of the podcast now. I feel bad, but it's the country guy that's been on Joe Rogan. Um, he's really funny. He's country a, guy. He's, he's more Southern. I think he's from North Carolina. Uh, gosh, what's his name? He's got a mullet. Oh, he's from Louisiana. That's a, what's his name? He is hysterical. Yeah, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's a stand-up. Anyway, he had Jocko on there. And had, he had <laughs> a question. Funny, they, you wouldn't think these two people going together, you know, because they're very polar personalities, but it was actually a really, really interesting conversation. But What is that guy's name? Well, he is, uh, I mean, I don't mean to be throwing shade, but the guy you're talking about is more of his pot-smoking. Used to be. He's, well, he's, yeah, but very laid-back. Just almost like a, not slothful, but the, the, yeah. the animal sloth. Just, hey, man. <laughs> you ever seen the turtle from uh, Finding Nemo? It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Just, he just chilled. But he Very was, chilled. He was asking Jocko something about, you know, he was like, well, it, it was about originally, you know, going to the gym and working out. Yeah. And then it was about, well, you know, how do you stay on top of your troops if they get scared in a battle? Because Jocko's a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL. But right. The consistent thing that Jocko kind of had and then he kept saying was, yeah, I don't care. Or, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, you, sure. that Sure, you can come up with a million reasons why X wouldn't work, why I would be tired, why I could give myself an excuse for this, why this, why that. At the end of the day, I don't care. That's, I, I'm not going to waste time making that my focus. I have to get up. Right. I, I have to plan this. I have to do this. This is what I'm going to do. It's happening I'm going to do it. I don't care. Right. And and for everyone else, it does come across a little bit, maybe, or it could, I guess, as a little bit self-assured, a little bit uh, arrogant. But it, but that's not, it's it's not that he's not admitting that there's struggle. It's not that there, he's not admitting that there's going to be problems. It's not no. that he's admitting that there's not, you know, failures that he has. It's, it's, that's not what's important, though. What's important is, did you get up and did you do it anyway? Yeah. Did you... F- Take Chris's conference, for example. There were some hiccups in it. Yeah. There was absolutely some hiccups. Well, but, most people would have folded and gone home and just, you know. But what did Chris do? He we're going to make it happen. I don't care. Let's get something done. Yeah. And and the whole time. And he's going to make happy, money off of it. Super happy, super positive, super upbeat and, and focused. But that's why he's successful. That's why exactly. Gary's successful. That's why Lori's successful. That's why exactly. there's so many people. Uh, Mark uh, out in Arizona. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so successful. Yeah. That's why all of the our, our clients that we've just been so privileged to work with over the last 14 years, the ones that are super successful all have this one common denominator, and that is they just don't quit. Yeah. 
I mean, and they all have different skill sets. Mm-hmm. Some of them are stronger in this area. Some of them are stronger in this area. Some of them, some of them are incredibly weak mm-hmm. in certain areas. Yep. You know, I'm incredibly weak in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. but the one common denominator in all of them is said, okay, I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses and I don't give up. And when I hit a wall, I figure out either how to go under it, over it or through it, mm. but we going around, you know, it's not going to stop me. Yeah. And I, I do think, and I get it. I really do. I think if someone's out there and they're struggling, that comes, that smacks is just arrogance or, uh, not empathetic to the plights that they might be facing. And it's not the case at all. I know what it's like to feel like you're up against this most impossible thing. I mm-hmm. get it. We all have. I yeah. mean, you would be lying to say uh, everything in life has always gone easy to me. And that's just not true. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is there is a way around just about everything. Yeah. Not everything, but just about. Just about. Everything. I mean, there's some things. And when you are when you are in a situation where there's no way around it, there's no way out of it, there is a way to figure out how to make the best of it. Yeah. Because there are situations, I mean, I'm not, I know some just horrific personal situations people fall into, but there's just no way out. And unless God does a miracle, there's just no way. And, and so I don't want to, uh, you know, I'm not a victim blamer. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, I'm, I'm what they call a victim blamer. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> he got bit by a snake. Well, what were you messing with it? <laughs> That's a good note. Yeah. But, uh, the, the, yeah, I'm, I'm off topic. No, it was just, that is a, that's Bill Burr. What, you know, well, I'm thinking he recently had somebody come up and try and smack him. I was like, well, well, what did Dave say? What did Dave say? <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Did you see that Jamie Foxx impersonation? No. What? You did not see the Jamie Foxx impersonation. It happened right after. Um, it happened right after that that event. Okay. And they're back in the green room, and it's Jamie Foxx, and it's um, it's Chris Rock, and it's Dave Chappelle, and it's all these comics. And he starts imitating Dave Chappelle. Jamie Foxx did. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was spot on. I mean. Jamie Foxx is good at impressions? <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought, I said, holy crap. I have never heard anyone do a Dave Chappelle so spot on like this guy. But it was hysterical. Again. What'd you Bam, say? man, they ran up on stage. I was incensed. That's Pow, nigga. Thank you for Jamie, Jamie Foxx. If you're ever in trouble, if you're ever in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up with a sheriff hat. And all the other comedians just stood there. They're waiting on me to die. That's amazing. Wait, take over. I'll see you, Chris Rock. It'll never happen. That's hilarious. (laughs) I didn't realize that when you played it, I thought Dave was like, I know we were talking about an impression, but I just thought they were all in the group. Dave was talking. That's (laughs) awesome. He was impersonating Dave Chappelle bragging on Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He was Jamie Foxx. He's the only one to save me. That's great. I love that. Half better than a cowboy hat. (laughs) 
That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my word. Well, guys, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast if you're still there. <laughs> if you didn't pick up on the social cue that we were getting off track. Yeah, we're getting off track. But I am excited about the whole $40 uh, an hour yep. you know, opportunities yep. to help mitigate this. And it's just one more feather in the cap. And and here's the thing. You might be a TW3 member out there and I don't want to do all that. And you don't have to. But there's something you're going to be able to offer. Sure. You know, clients have one more reason why when they get involved and they become a licensed member here at TW3 as an elite, they're going to have all the tools to start their own home-based business. They're going to have all the tools to help promote maybe an existing business that they're in. Maybe they have been in a nine-to-five and they want to go work from home in that same opportunity or same, I should say, industry, but they don't have the tools to do that. Sure. You got the tools to do that. And you got all of these different income streams and resources that you can start leveraging uh, to do our, what we call referral marketing to get paid, uh, to be able to do some of this hourly stuff with other RMP offers. I mean, it's just so many different opportunities you can do. So I, I really like what we're doing here. You're just sitting here smiling. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm just thinking about the Dave Chappelle bit that you had. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 